what is FAN? Uh, FAN is a program established in 2013 by the University of South Carolina to see how we can improve health and wellness and eating habits and spirituality at the same time. FAN stands for Faith, Activities, and Nutrition. As we're coming out of the pandemic, as you know, many people are very, very health conscious. They're concerned about their loved ones. They may know of people who have suffered from the COVID uh, pandemic. So many people would not come to a church building to learn about Jesus. Many people are atheists, agnostics, or people of other faiths or no faith. And they would not be interested in coming to your church or fellowship to learn about Jesus Christ. But those same individuals would be interested in coming to your fellowship to join a group walk, a nature hike, to practice pickleball, to do yoga, to do something like Tai Chi or martial arts or something like that here. So this practice was established in 2013 among 54 predominantly African-American churches, mostly AME, African Methodist Episcopal, uh, a lot of Baptist church and some Pentecostal and a group of many other churches. The study is continuing on, expanded to uh, 80 congregations still involved in the follow-up study and is now including over 300 different churches of many different denominations throughout the South and beyond. So FAN is actually a specific program, but I want you to think of it as a model. It's not something that we specifically have to adopt to follow exactly uh, the FAN model, but it, it use that as a basis here. Okay, and as I mentioned here, we need to find better ways to reach those who that we might think of as being unreachable. Okay, uh, is the program effective? Well, after a two-year study funded by the CDC through the University of South Carolina, what they concluded was that not only did people lose weight, improve eating habits, but that the average church members were more actively engaged in the local work when they participated in this program. Because it's not, it's not a matter of just on Sunday morning, good morning, hi brother, and hi sister, and then goodbye, and leave. But if on a, a weekday evening, or perhaps a weekday morning, or on a Saturday morning, when people gather together, and they're doing stretching exercise, or yoga, or something along that line, they get to chit-chat, they get to share, they get to know one another. So they found out that the average person who would do this would be more active. And this is published in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine. This was the conclusion that they were more actively engaged in the local work for those churches that participate in the program compared to a control group that did not participate in the program here. Uh, okay, and John, could you read that for us? For sure. For the and free from all men. I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law as under the law, that I might not win those who are under the law. To those who are without law as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ. That I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by, by all means save some. 
Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be partaker of it with you. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, see, doing whatever means that is good and decent. We don't want to do any improper activity, of course, but activity that will draw people in to introduce them to Jesus Christ. And we ask, are there other programs that are out there? There are many such programs. Uh, the Catholic Church has something called parish ministries. They have churches where they have nurses. They will actually visit, see uh, uh, ill members. Uh, and many of them have uh, professionals such as physical therapists on their staff here. But although, see, this is the case here, uh, most churches can benefit and can successfully develop a group health activities program set by responsible, note responsible, non-professionals. Someone who would not see, be climbing around horse playing and things like that here if you're doing things like uh, Tai Chi or martial arts here. The key features and component of the program is as, as such. Uh, one, choose an activity that when you look at your congregation, your neighborhood, the people that uh, in your community, choose an activity that these individuals have an interest in or would be interested in learning, such as stretching, group walks, pickleball, etc. Right? There's some advantages and some disadvantages of certain types of activity. Martial arts is great, but it will exclude a lot of see, elderly individuals and it will see the, uh, probably exclude some of the very, very young or those who may have some very disabilities. Uh, the same thing for many others, like yoga. Yoga, see, even though stretch yoga can be done effectively for senior citizens, uh, many of the poses in yoga can pose a, a hazard. I have a friend of ours uh, from India, Dr. Vishnaya uh, Shinoi, uh, and uh, Dr. Shinoi mentioned that even though yoga is like a, the gem of India, he says that many people are not aware of how many injuries there are people who practice yoga. So it's not for everyone. So you might find some activities that will fit your clientele, your population. All right. Choose an activity that you might have a church member or leader who is either competent to direct or teach a skill or who would be interested in being trained to learn to teach such skills. Now, if you are a small congregation and say, well, we don't have anyone who's good at aerobics or yoga or uh, tai chi and something like this here, but I'm going to offer you something, something that I want to leave uh, with you, and that is that if your congregation does not have any such individual, I am willing to either in person or by means of Zoom, to teach and train you how to teach others. And it'll be at no cost. But the one thing I do require is your time, your commitment, maybe gas for travel, and fellowship meals, which is far more important than <laughs> a salary. Well, when I talk about Tai Chi, I well, say, well, why Tai Chi? Well, Tai Chi is called the supreme ultimate, the grand ultimate. You might say, well, why is that the grand ultimate exercise? Well, Tai Chi is fast and explosive when you talk about the Chen style of Tai Chi, but it's very slow and gentle if you're talking about the Yang style, and very therapeutic if you're talking about the Sun style of Tai Chi. And one is based upon the system of, of uh, acupuncture meridian, because it, well, 
come on, that's not real. We, we don't really believe in that. But the thing is that the Meridian system has been identified and published in referee medical journals and see by various means that it is indeed something that does exist. Uh, nuclear medicine tracing, electrical conductivity, uh, see fluorescent dyes, uh, see through see uh, uh, laser, uh, see stimulation here. We found that uh, the meridian system of acupuncture can be stimulated and be traced. So there's a scientific basis for it. Now, uh, I left out the references, but it's in a pack. If you want to find the abstract of the scientific references that validates the things that is going to be shared. Okay. One. Also, there's anti-aging rejuvenation effect of see, Tai Chi. They compare Tai Chi with yoga and many other type of exercise, but they found out that only Tai Chi, only Tai Chi led to an elevated level, as you see circled here, CD34 plus uh, stem cell, which is a stem cell that is secreted by cell that rejuvenates um, the cell. It's anti-aging. It slows down the aging process. And he found Tai Chi actually elevates the CD34 plus uh, stem cells. Right. Arthritis. Dr. Chen Chen Wang, see, of Tufts University Medical School, at a presentation given at UCLA, uh, see, demonstrated how they did a study that showed how Tai Chi therapeutically rehabilitated people who had knee osteoarthritis. And she herself is not a Tai Chi practitioner. But she said she did this as a scientific medical researcher. So she, had, she wasn't trying to promote her pet hobby. She's a non-practitioner. But she said that after this study, she said that she's going to start taking up Tai Chi herself. As it is here. Autism here. This is functional MRI that you have pictures here, taken of autistic individuals before and after uh, see, studying Tai Chi for three months. It showed that they had greater memory recall. Autism and autism spectrum disorder is a maladaptive social uh, problem in that individuals with autism sometimes forget what they just said or did five minutes ago, so they can't continue a discussion, a conversation, a dialogue with other individuals. So they seem to be here and there, they seem to be everywhere, all over the place. But they, after, see, three months of Tai Chi, they had a memory recall, 50% greater. Among senior citizens in China, they did a study. After one month, just one month, of a special type of qi uh, kong known as nei kong, right, they were able to improve memory recall 50% in one month, in just one month, practicing three times a week for one month. Balance. By measuring how see, fast a person can stand up, the degree of wobbling when they stand up, and being able to walk a straight line and their confidence level in doing so. They did a study in Brazil comparing see, those who spent one year 
of Tai Chi, practicing three times a week, with those who spent uh, ballroom dancing three times a week for one year. One year, three times a week. The average age of the Tai Chi practitioners or students that were learning, these are new students, not those who've been practicing 20 years or so, the average age was 78 years old. The ballroom dancer average was 71. They were younger. And they were surprised, and I'm surprised. I would think that ballroom dance, I mean, it'd be great if you had ballroom dancing at your church. <laughs> it, it, I think it's a fun activity. But <clears throat> surprisingly, what they found was that those who practice Tai Chi score higher in terms of balance, less wobble, and a faster stand-up time and greater confidence than those who did ballroom dancing three times a week for one year. That Tai Chi actually scored higher. Surprising. Cancer. I, some people said, well, I, I don't like Tai Chi. I don't feel like I get enough exercise. I don't get enough burn. Well, the problem is that when you have a burn, you're talking about lactic acid buildup. And that increases acidity, which according to a study done at MIT, promotes the more proliferation of cancer growth. Cancer cells grow faster under lower pH. So what Tai Chi does is, the key is continuity, not stopping. If you practice, let's say, 45 minutes to an hour touching nonstop, you had a greater impact on your body than, let's say, uh, running, see, uh, two mile in, see, uh, 12 minutes or something like that. Uh, so they found out that for older individuals, yes, for younger people, if you don't get burned, you're not seeking enough exercise. But they found for older individuals, for senior citizens, getting a burn or aerobics or long distance running actually there's been center of UCLA Center for East West Medicine actually would shorten your life. And diabetes has been demonstrated to reduce various pre-diabetic factors such as metabolic syndrome and uh, oxidative stress. We'll talk more about that. Heart failure. Surprisingly is Tai Chi better than stationary bike or treadmill? Published study. We're talking about uh, patients who are undergoing see, recovery from congestive heart failure. That after a period of time working on stationary bikes or treadmill or doing Tai Chi, which had a, more, a greater improvement in cardiac volume. That Tai Chi had a greater increase in improvement than even stationary bike or treadmill exercise. So we're talking about some pretty nice exercise. And the nice thing about, see, Tai Chi or any kind of fitness exercise like walking in a congregational setting is that it's a lot cheaper than buying a lot of treadmill or stationary bikes. And that can be really expensive unless you're one of these mega churches and can have a, an exercise room or something like that. Ballroom, dancing room's okay. I'll just need space. <laughs> okay. Hypertension. Tai Chi, see, at the same time, see, Increase your level of nitric oxide, which dilate blood vessel, and also <coughs> reduce the endothelin one, which is a protein here that causes the constriction of the smooth muscles there. This, which increases blood pressure. 
Tai Chi improves this here. Metabolic syndrome. These are metabolic syndrome here. Heart disease, lipid problem, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, dementia, cancer, all these things here. They did a study, published study, once again, it's all in the references that I have listed there, has been demonstrated to lower or even eliminate uh, metabolic syndrome. We had see in a group about a dozen and a half that went through the study, and these are all clinically diagnosed with metabolic syndrome. They have these factors here. But after, see, three months of Tai Chi, two improved so much, they are no longer diagnosed with metabolic syndrome. All right. Osteoporosis, osteopenia, softening, see, weakening of the bones here. Tai Chi can strengthen the bones throughout the wrist that usually accompany high impacts, strengthen the exercise. Uh, uh, you can do Tai Chi by doing a slower and lower <coughs> posture. When you go lower and slower, it places more stress on the joints. Or do it with maybe some princess barbells or uh, any type of weights or bottles of water that you could be using here can strengthen your body. Okay, I don't know what I did. Okay. And oxidative stress. Oxidative stress is the normal metabolic waste produced by cellular metabolism. Right. And may contribute to a variety of problems here. And they did a study in Mexico comparing the Tai Chi with brisk walking. Brisk walking, I've always considered and thought was the perfect exercise for seniors. I'm 71, will be 72, my wife, oh, we're the same age here. And they found out in a study done in Mexico, published study, that Tai Chi actually lowered oxidative stress, biomarkers for oxidative stress, more so than brisk walking. I'm not talking about strolling, brisk walking. Same length of time, brisk walking, same amount of time see per week, but Tai Chi actually improved the biomarkers more effectively here. So what must you do? Look at what you have in your congregation. Do you have someone who's talented, maybe in aerobics? Someone who perhaps is good in yoga? Someone who's good in working with seniors, children, martial arts, basketball, Tai Chi? Plan something weekly and make sure it's a fun health activity so that's not the same routine every time. You might have some games and various things you can do to um, keep everyone's interest high. And periodically have a health lecture and have a guest speaker come in once every quarter and have it in the worship auditorium. I'm going to share a story with you. Uh, a number of years ago, uh, I had a cousin up in Fresno. And they had a uh, relative pass away, and they asked if I would officiate at the funeral, and I did so. Then later on, see, when my mother passed away, none of those relatives showed up at my mom's funeral, and I felt offended by that. I asked why, and they said, well, we're Buddhists, and uh, if we come to a church building, it might offend the spirits because you, Christian, deny the existence of these spirits. And I said, well, what do you think? Do you think some ghosts are going to come out of 
church walls and attack you while you're at worship? And they said, well, neglect that here. And they apologized, but they explained that here. So I just dropped the subject. Don't talk about religion. One is these days, I said, hey, let's go play basketball at the church building. They came to the church building. We played basketball. Then we'll go into the church all the time. We'll sit there and relax and just, just talk about everything you can think of. Then after a few months, they felt comfortable being in that church building. No demons attacked them while they were at the church building. So if you have uh, atheists, agnostics, people of other faith, non-Christian uh, people, uh, people not of the book, who may be reluctant to come to a church building, if you have a public health lecture, a demonstration or guest speaker, maybe from uh, someone in your congregation or someone outside your congregation, so a healthcare professional who can give lecture, who can teach uh, fingernail analysis, tongue analysis, things that you can learn about. They'll feel comfortable in the worship auditorium. Okay, this is from the University of South Carolina. It's not my opinion. Their studies show that the one thing when they survey members that was the key to the success of the program is to minister to the local church. You must have the support. If the minister does not support it, it's not going to fly. If the minister supports it, <coughs> uh, <coughs> see, because he has a public platform. I can't stand up see during church service and just start promoting something, but if the minister just on their own start promoting it, it can fly because of the public platform they have. It, this program works best when church members, instead of just inviting people from the neighborhood, we had uh, World Tai Chi Day, which was last Saturday, uh, proclaimed by the governor of 25 states, including California, and recognized in over 80 countries, where on Saturday morning, last Saturday of every April, uh, millions of people from throughout the world, France, Canada, Hong Kong, everywhere, they're all practicing Tai Chi. So, you know, millions of people are practicing Tai Chi at the same time you're practicing Tai Chi. So, we get people coming in, but this works best, the fan program, when you have church members invite people. When a member invites a neighbor, a family member, a co-worker, they're more likely to come because they're not walking to a building that there are a bunch of strangers as it is here, but you have someone to talk to. You're not going to stand in a corner and just be by yourself, but you have someone you can fellowship with. Don't be preachy. All right? We have mixed people. You preach to them at that time. They say, oh, they don't want to come back. Oh, we just, they just trying to check us or to get here. Have a visible display of healthy foods. If fans is, is faith activities and nutrition, be sure to get this handout here. It's the list of the most inexpensive convenient fruits and vegetables by months and season. There's certain months of the year in general, of course there are different variations of apples and oranges and so forth, but you find that bananas, carrots, celery, are inexpensive year-round. The key is not to have enough for everyone. Then everyone's gonna come just for the food. And someone's gonna have to pay for all this. Have enough 
so that everyone can come and grab something here um, and feel comfortable. You don't have to give dietary advice. You're not a dietitian. You're not a certified nutritionist. But just by having fruits, no one can criticize this here. Don't have anything like candies or uh, sodas. If, if someone comes in with candies and sodas, don't draw attention to it. This, that's fine. And later on, on your own time, you can eat junk food. We all do sometimes, right? So there's nothing wrong. But what we need to do is model things like carrots or healthy pop popcorn. And before you leave, please feel free to grab a water, grab an orange, uh, pears been washed, bananas, and healthy popcorn. Grab one, take one with you so we don't have to lug it back home or something like that here. So by having something like this here, you can help plan an activity that's very inexpensive. But the key is, you're not trying to feed everyone. Just have something, and this is a silent witness. You're teaching nutrition without trying to prescribe a diet. Uh, some churches might be worried, well, are you going to see favors, see uh, a certain fad diet? No, you're not promoting anything. You're just putting it there, and this does the teaching right here. Having Century Club recognition. Perhaps people who come to 100 practice sessions give a certificate they made a Century Club. Why Century Club? Because the golden standard for medical research in Tai Chi, except for osteoporosis, which is twice as long, is about 100 times. Meaning that those who practice Tai Chi three times a week for three to four months. And what I teach you in class is your classwork. What you do practicing what I taught you is your homework. So when you go home and you're practicing this at home, you're going to put in about 100 hours or so. Studies have shown that when a person put in 100 hours of Tai Chi practice or yoga or stretching, they will have a, experience a noticeable improvement in some previous health condition. Uh, one lady, and I want to dedicate this presentation to Audrey Travis, uh, a lady uh, who was in the Tai Chi class who recently passed away. Uh, she had remarked as a CPA accountant that she always had this neck and upper shoulder problems. She started doing Tai Chi and Jane, she remarked and said, you know, I don't know why. She says, my headaches and neck ache and shoulder ache, my back pain has just gone away ever since she started doing Tai Chi. But a rule of thumb in Chinese or Asian medicine, if, it, if you develop this debilitating condition over a long period of time, it would take you probably a longer period of time of exercise to reverse it, as the case is here. So have some sort of recognition. Aim for the Century Club. Tell them that if they could do 100, they probably will experience a noticeable uh, average loss was eight pounds in uh, and one and a half inch in the waistline for people who practice the Tai Chi. Uh, see, have a potluck recognition. Have it at the church or something like that. So people who are not church members will come to a potluck in their honor, give them their certificate for making the honor Century Club. Okay, I, I apologize for this. The PowerPoint was adjusted here on my flash drive, but it's coming out different here. Graham, could you read that for us? Do you not know 
that those who run in a race all run, but one receives that prize. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who, complete, who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest, when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Okay. So in the implementing such programs, we have to educate the public in terms of what's involved. Some people say, well, Tai Chi, I, I can't do Tai Chi, I, I have this back problem. You have to use modification. Uh, oh, I'm already here just so we won't waste time here. Uh, but talk about simply chair Tai Chi. I think the, the greater heavenly glories here. Repulse the monkey. Well, they're seated. So people say, oh, I can't, I can't stand up. Well, okay, grasp the bird, bite the tail. Whatever you do to one side of the body, do to the other side of the body, so that you will activate those neurons, both the left and right side of the brain, as such, to improve memory skills. So you could do this while you're seated. You could teach martial arts if you want to in a seated position. I, if you're in a chair, you don't want to cross your leg. If you ever suspect you're in a dangerous situation, don't cross your legs. <laughs> Have yourself right here and keep your eyes on the person, step back here, and have a chair between you and the other person. You would turn around, oh, you're gonna get stabbed in the back. Don't take your eyes off the person. <laughs> so there's a lot that you can teach for people who may have various problems. Uh, for senior, because many people may suffer from hypotension, low blood pressure, or vertical, you don't want to do any inversion techniques like headstand or anything like that, but you, you may find bridge pose in uh, yoga here. So instead of going all the way down, you just simply go down here and come up here. So, uh, we all can do the, the brief form of Tai Chi. You say, well, Tai Chi is too hard to learn. Uh, let me show you a very easy form of Tai Chi here. Uh, let me demonstrate for you, probably the simplest Tai Chi, the five element Tai Chi. It's the simplest one, it's only five steps. Mm -hmm. 